Today, we are kicking off part one of our wedding budget breakdown series on the podcast. We have talked about budget a few different times on the podcast, and we will link to those episodes in the show notes. But for today's episode, we're going to dive deep into venues. And before you think this is just about that shiny venue fee you pay when you book, think again. We're going to share all about how to better compare venues, how to factor in your wedding food and beverage minimums, how decor plays a role, and so much more. So let's get started. You're listening to Ask the Planner. I'm your host, Desiree Adams, owner of Verb Event Co., a company whose mission is to help couples enjoy planning the contemporary, sophisticated wedding they've always imagined. Together with other wedding industry experts, we reveal the crucial details and industry secrets that will help you plan and enjoy your flawless heirloom occasion. So pop your favorite champagne because we have a wedding to plan. Welcome back, lovers. Before we dive into budget, do you have our free wedding budget checklist yet? In it, we share all the line items you need in your wedding budget at minimum, and I guarantee you are forgetting some of them, which doesn't mean you don't have to pay for them. It just means that they're going to pop up at some point when you least expect it. So grab your free wedding budget checklist at verveventco.com forward slash budget checklist. Okay, let's dive into today's episode. Before we get into today's episode, I want to take a second to thank all of our new listeners for joining us, as well as thank our OG listeners for continuing to support this show. I just love meeting you all out in the wild. So if you ever see me out online or in person, please come say hi, send me a DM. Interacting with you all is so awesome and just fills up my cup and I love hearing how much the podcast has helped you. So thank you so much for doing that. The one thing that I don't love as a podcaster is that I don't actually see you. It's hard for me to connect with you all. It's not a conversation. It's just a one-way street. So here I am talking to myself by myself in my office, but I really just want to know where you are, what you're doing, and just get to know you better. So are you newly engaged, engaged to be engaged? Is your wedding coming up in 2024? Are you wedding for 2025? Are you a wedding vendor? Just let me know. I just love to hear from all of you guys. Please reach out in the DMs. Leave me a review in Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Submit a question for our Never Have I Ever segment or this or that. If we take one of your suggestions, we will definitely use it in an upcoming episode and send you a gift card from our favorite store. Take a screenshot, tag me as you're listening in the car. All of the ways to share. I just love hearing from all of you guys. You know, when planning a wedding, choosing the right venue is one of the biggest decisions you make. It sets the tone for your entire event. But here's the thing. Understanding the costs involved isn't as straightforward as some budget calculators make it out to be. It's less about sticking rigidly to a specific percentage and more about having a holistic understanding of what's included in the cost. Let's be real, not all venues are created equal. That charming barn on the outskirts of town might offer a different package than the elegant ballroom in the heart of the city, and what's more, one might have a lower venue fee but end up costing you a lot more overall. 
Today, we're going to dive deep into this. We will look at different types of venues and what they typically include in their packages. Do they cover catering? What about decorations and seating arrangements? And let's not forget the hidden costs that sneak up on you. We will also discuss how to prioritize your budget based on what's important to you and your partner. Is it the location, the ambiance, the food, or maybe all of the above? By the end of our time today, you will feel like a pro armed with all the knowledge you need to make an informed decision that aligns with your vision and budget. So grab your notebook, a cup of coffee, or your favorite beverage, and let's get started. Oh, also, don't forget, we will always have the show notes for each episode. And today's episode show notes, if you want to talk about them with your partner or get all of the links, you can find today's show notes at verveventco.com forward slash 131. That's 131. Okay, let's dive in. Let's talk first about the venue fee. Now, when most people think about the cost of the venue, they're only thinking of that round figure printed on the venue's catalog or brochure. But the cost of your venue isn't just about the space. It's about what comes with it. Some venues might seem less expensive at first glance, but they can have minimum spends on food and beverage, or you have to bring in everything, including tables, chairs, catering, etc. Other venues might look pricey, but they also include so much more that you actually save money in the long run. Consider this. An all-inclusive venue might be more expensive up front, but when you break down what's included, like catering, decor, maybe even a wedding coordinator or a venue coordinator, you might find it's actually a bargain compared to sourcing all those services separately. But let's talk about the venue fee first. This is something that will often fluctuate during high season or low season, and you can maybe even score a discount on this if you are choosing a Sunday or a Friday date. And definitely maybe on like a Monday of not a holiday, Thursday, Wednesday, etc. What I really want to stress though is throughout the whole episode, if I haven't said it enough, is that this number being lower, this venue fee, does not mean a lower vetting budget overall. So we're going to dive deep into this now. First, let's talk about food and beverage minimums. One of the biggest venue costs or wedding costs really in general will be in the food and beverage category. Now that probably doesn't surprise you, but I'm going to talk more deeply about it now. When looking at a venue, consider whether or not they have a food and beverage minimum spend and if that aligns with what you will need to spend regardless. If they require you to use their in-house catering, like at a hotel or a resort, look at the prices of their food and beverage options when considering if the venue will actually fit into your budget. So for example, say their venue minimum for the food and beverage is $20,000, but you have 200 guests and the plate per person costs like $250, do the math, that is way more than what that minimum spend is going to be. Now, if you are free to use your own caterer, that means you have more options so you can spend more or less on your wedding food depending on your priorities. For example, you can find a less expensive caterer and offer a beer and wine bar only, maybe, or you can choose to have a luxurious affair with a five-course meal and the full bar premium package, which is obviously going to cost more. 
While I love to have options, especially where your wedding budget is concerned, it's not always cheaper. So I want to dispel that myth right now. Sometimes it can actually be less expensive to use your venue's catering because there won't be any travel fees or additional equipment needed. And let me tell you, renting a grill, oven, and refrigerators isn't cheap. Ain't cheap, aren't cheap, sorry. And then if you don't even have a catering kitchen where they can operate, then you're going to have to bring in a tent where they can cook from all of the things. So whether you choose to hire your own caterer or not, don't forget also that there is usually a tax and service charge on top of the fees listed in that venue fee. Often those range between 18 to 25% for a service charge. And then of course, tax will fluctuate depending on where you are. And those costs can make a big difference in what you can afford to spend. Okay, so we talked about the venue and then we talked about the catering. Now let's talk about the decor. While a bare bones venue will likely have a cheaper price tag, by the time you add tables, chairs, lighting, maybe some swag, some floral, maybe installing some chandeliers, oh my, the list goes on and on, and I'm not even factoring in the setup and takedown crew. If you're fine with round tables and white linens, you might be fine with what the venue provides, but if you're dreaming of a more unique and elevated affair, you're going to want to find a venue that already has a lot of that included so that you're not having to bring in all of that because that is going to cost money. Okay, that's decor. Now let's talk about guest accommodations. Some venues require you to book a certain number of rooms, and this can be great if you have a lot of out-of-town guests, but it can also add to your cost if you aren't sure you're going to be able to fill all the rooms that you're going to be on the hook for. So then you're going to be financially liable if some guests don't book at that property and then decide to go somewhere else, like, like an Airbnb, another less expensive hotel, etc. On top of that, if you are choosing a destination wedding, like many of our couples do because we're based here in upstate New York, transportation costs are another factor that you're going to have to add to your budget. If you are getting married in a hotel, great, then it's likely your guests will stay on site. And if your ceremony is going to be on site, then that's much less movement for the guests. If not, it's generally considered nice etiquette, maybe. I don't know if I want to call it etiquette, but nice, really, and it's almost expected to arrange for transportation to and from your wedding venue from the hotel you've reserved your guest rooms and the ceremony and the reception. Before we keep going, if all of this is making your head spin, we have a spreadsheet for you. And because of who we are, we actually have two because, you know, guys, I love my spreadsheets. Our wedding budget bundle in the template shop has absolutely everything you need to create and manage your wedding budget and the cash flow logistics that come with planning a large wedding or event. Not even like a large wedding. It's just like any kind of complicated event, whether your budget is 10000 or 50000 or 150000 this budget spreadsheet and bundle will help you so much. And because we know you're on a budget, you're going to be able to grab it for less than $50. So head to shop.verveventco.com slash wedding budget bundle, or it's right up there in the top to get instant access and to save your sanity. Picking up where I left off, I also want to remind you not to forget about parking and transportation. If your venue is in a more remote location or a city center, consider the ease and cost of parking for your guests. Some venues offer valet services or you're going to have to hire a valet company. Some venues have ample parking space, but they're still going to have to transport guests to the property, while others might require you to arrange and pay for a shuttle service or nearby parking facilities. So think about those factors in your wedding budget. Moving on, and now we're going to talk about another category, which is setup and equipment costs. This is a category that often gets overlooked 
but can significantly impact your budget. Think about sound equipment for your DJ or a band, a stage for them, projectors for slideshows, lighting, uplighting, ambient lighting, chandeliers, dance floors. Some venues might include this in their packages, while others will require you to rent them separately. And don't forget, you're still going to need crew to set up and break down everything, and those costs can add up. Also think about if you need to have all of the crew come back the same night or the morning after. Sunday pickups are usually a more expensive fee than like a Monday pickup, but it's also going to depend on your location, the venue's requirements, and then also the rental company's requirements. So make sure you ask your venue what is included and what's not, and their requirements for getting everything in and getting everything out. Okay, now let's talk about accessibility and amenities. Accessibility and amenities are crucial, especially if you have guests with special needs. Does your venue have wheelchair access, elevators, or enough restrooms? What about ADA rooms or restrooms? What about heating and air conditioning, depending on the season? These might seem like small details, but they can greatly affect the comfort of your guests and consequently your overall experience. Nothing ruins a wedding like being uncomfortable, like shivering in a tent when it was too cold and it's October and you're on a lake and you're just like, this is the most miserable thing in the entire world. Seen it, been there, done that. It wasn't my wedding, I was attending. If your wedding is in the cooler months, consider renting heaters to keep your guests cozy. Nobody wants to shiver through the vows, right? On the flip side, if it's the peak of summer, large fans or portable air conditioning units can keep everyone comfortable, even a tent, because guys, tents are not just for the rain, it's also for the elements and providing shade. Which brings us to my last category, outdoor contingencies. If you are planning an outdoor wedding, consider the cost of contingencies like tents, heaters, or fans. Weather can be unpredictable and having a backup plan is essential. These additions can be pricey, so include them in your budget if your venue doesn't provide them. Mother Nature can be a bit of a wild card, am I right? especially up here where we are in New York. So let's talk about how to be prepared for anything she might throw your way. First, tents are lifesavers for outdoor weddings, but not just any tents. You will want to consider sturdy, weatherproof options that do need to be installed by a professional tent company, not just like a pop-up tent. There are so many styles of tents to choose from, from clear top tents that let you gaze up at the sky, don't do them in the heat of summer because it's basically like a greenhouse, beautifully draped marquee tents, or even gorgeous sailcloth tents. They not only protect you and your guests from rain, but can also provide shade on a sunny day. But here's the thing, tents aren't just about having a cover over your head. You want to think about the flooring too. Grass might be fine on a dry day, but if it rains, you don't want your guests sinking into mud. Portable flooring or a dance floor can save the day and keep those heels from getting stuck. And I'm not only talking about rain on your wedding day. So I have two stories for you. A couple years ago, when one of our on-site coordinators was getting married, she was getting married in like a venue that had a barn and then had an outdoor space, but it rained terribly it was like flooding that day the poor thing and so basically her whole wedding was flooded out and she was great she obviously had to be very flexible but it was kind of a a challenging day and it was really stressful for her and then I also had a wedding a couple of years ago and it was a beautiful sailcloth tent in the bride's home in their backyard but they lived near a creek 
And that spring, their wedding was in June, that spring was one of the most rainy springs we have ever had. So their backyard, because they had a lot of trees, just never really dried out. And so they had the tent and they put up the tent earlier that week, but the ground was still so wet from all of the rain. It never dried out. So at the last minute, we had to add in a floor for the tent. And those floors are custom made because they're, you know, they're rolling with the property. They're custom made to the tent. They can't just like throw down a floor that's pre-made. It costs them $40,000 guys. And that's not a small cost to just tack on at the end. So definitely think about those contingency plans when you're planning an outdoor event for extreme conditions, both heat and rain. And also, oh my God, guys, we had another wedding and this was in July and it was a wedding festival. And I feel like you guys have probably heard this story before, but it rained seven inches the week of the wedding. And so their wedding was up on top of a hill and everybody had to get up to it, including the vendors, the big production trucks. And it rained so much it got flooded. None of the trucks could get up the hill. They had to basically put down like a fake road and put on down all these what they call swamp mats to get up on the hill to build this giant stage for the festival slash concert the band it was a giant stage with trusses and everything but you know it didn't ruin the day but it definitely made things so much more complicated because we just could not build where we needed to we had these food trucks coming in because it was a wedding festival and food trucks are super heavy and so they couldn't get up to where they needed to be because they're like super super dense Guys, trust me when I say that planning for contingencies in your budget is super important. You cannot hope for the best day because if you ignore the possibility of crappy weather, it can definitely turn around and bite you in the butt. So anyways, learn from those terrible experiences that I've had. And that is it for today's episode of the Ask the Planner podcast. Thank you for listening to me share exactly what you need to consider when budgeting for your wedding venue. Make sure to tune in next week where we will break down even more of your wedding budget need to knows. If you have questions about what I talked about today, send me a DM or leave it in your review on Apple Podcasts or leave a voicemail on our wedding planning hotline at 585-210-3467. Again, that's 585-210-3467. And now that brings us to our review of the day, which is from Pamela Sheldon, who writes five stars, phenomenal podcast for all couples and vendors. Desiree is a wealth of knowledge. She is up to date on all things wedding and wedding related. She helped us plan our backyard wedding, and not only can we not imagine planning without her help, but on our wedding day, she was an integral part of making our day perfect. She is the best of the best, and in a world where time is something we all wish we had more of, time spent listening to Desiree's podcast is time well spent. Oh, thanks, Pam. I learn something every time I listen, and she is one of the best in the industry. Guys, if you could be awesome like this fellow lover like Pam, please don't forget to leave a review for us. For the show, share it with a fellow couple, take a picture of the podcast in your car, and tag me on Instagram. We love hearing from our lovers. We are up to 99 reviews on Apple Podcasts in US. I don't know about where we are in other countries because apparently other countries can't see other countries' reviews. So I can only see reviews in the US. So if you are listening from another country, please keep writing those reviews. Tag me on Instagram with a screenshot of your review since I can't see it because Apple's weird. But we would love 
love to hear from you. Reviews and shares are so helpful to us little indie podcasters get found by other listeners. If you are not sure what to write in your review, let me know where you're listening from. Drop some emojis. Submit a question for our Never Have I Ever segment for our interviews or suggest a topic or a guest for a future episode. If we pick something from you, we will happily send you a gift card to our favorite store. You can also answer this week's question of the week, which is... How did you choose the venue you booked and what feature of that venue sold you on the venue? Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. Until next time, happy planning. Thank you so much for listening to Ask the Planner. To make sure you enjoy planning your heirloom occasion, visit asktheplannerpodcast.com where you'll find show notes and ways to connect with me. And if you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you hit subscribe and please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts so other couples can find the show and plan their flawless wedding just like you. 